I'm good. It's great to hear from you. Me too. I'm glad we get to talk. Yes. Um, okay, so my first question for you, um, and it's because it's about your it's about you starting the festival. So I mean reading the bio, it said you started in twenty twelve when you graduated from film school. And I wanted to know, like, why did you undertake such a huge endeavor endeavor like immediately out of film school? when you came up with the idea for the festival to it actually happening how long did that take well the first time we all sat together um was christmas 2011 and then we did the first the first festival we did october 2012 okay so, so around about like 10 months that's pretty quick screenings did you meet any kind of um I guess you could say with difficulties because um not only because necessarily that you're a woman but because you would have been young and you would have been just out of film school did you meet like any specific kind of resistance from I guess you could say from studios or from other directors when you um approach them about screening their films at the at the festival um I think it did not have anything to do um, about me being a woman or, or, or young, I think it had more to do that the festival was very unknown and, mm -hmm. and obviously brand new and people didn't hear of it yet and, and there was no, you couldn't really go online and research it. So filmmakers that we approached, they just had to believe in us and they had to, um, they had to say, okay, I'll, we'll go on this ride with you because there was no, no traction. Like we couldn't show them what we have done. Right. Um, but, but, but never did I have a feeling because I was a woman that it was harder or something. Um, I think it was, it's more about the brand not, not existing yet. Or, I mean, just being so fresh and new for the first festival, that filmmakers just, you know, had to like it straight away, and and most of them did. I mean, filmmakers are very keen to show their films wherever they have an opportunity, so it wasn't very hard. Okay, and um, and for and throughout the years, because it's been this is the seventh year that it's been running, and it's getting more traction. And do you think? Um, the fact that it's not only is it's it's not only because it's a newer festival within the film circuit and in the festival and in the festival circuit. Do you did you have you noticed like a change in people's interest in international films? Because 
uh, like to me, it seems more festivals are becoming more popular with the English episode within the last five years with people who aren't in the film industry and aren't in the film journal um, film journalism industry because it seems to me like there's a lot of people who travel just for film festivals now. Have you noticed a trend in that? Yeah, a little bit actually. There is definitely a trend of, of people who are not filmmakers or involved in the industry to to use it as an opportunity to set their holidays on those days. Um, and it happens a lot here in Mallorca because, you know, there is a combination of this beautiful island that has this Indian summer in October right. where the rest of Europe is just rainy and gray. So a lot of um, people that are not filmmakers do um, set their holidays and, and they come over to enjoy the beach and go to the screening in the afternoon. And so we've seen a lot of that, yeah. Right, I guess you could say it's almost, it, it, could, it could almost be like a new industry for, I guess you would call it what, film tourism in a way? Uh, yes, yeah, I like that. Definitely, right. yeah. I mean, film tourism and, and for Mallorca, it's, it's really important because they... Um, the Mallorca Tourism Board, for example, they also are supporting us greatly this year because they want to change the image mm-hmm. of the island. That they don't want they don't want it to only be oh, it's sunshine and you know cocktails on the beach. Right. Like Mallorca has to offer more. It's culturally rich um, in art galleries, in music, in concerts, but now also with the film festival. Right, and for your festival lineup, there's um, quite a bit of the, of the categories are focused on young and of young up-and-coming um, film creators. And I guess I think it's two of the categories are focused on local talent. And do you think that helps with increasing the, not only the visibility of the festival and of the city itself, but also of the creator of the, I guess you could say, the film industry there as well? Yes, yes. That was a big goal of mine um, for the, since the beginning because um, living in, like, I live in L.A. most of the year and then I come here and I do the festival and I stay here for a couple of months. So I had to find a balance to incorporate my, my network that I had in L.A. and my friends who work at bigger festivals there and use, use their feedback and, and help, but also incorporate the local community that I didn't know that well because I was very young when I lived here. Right. So the goal was definitely to combine both of them and have the international film community come to the festival so also the locals can profit from that and maybe new projects can develop and ideas can be exchanged and really create this community. Um, and that's been really happening for the last three editions. I, we could really see that happening, which is great. Right, and I have to ask because as press, I attended press. Um, I attended TIFF as press this year for the first time, and I think and it gave me a. I think it gave me a unique perspective in the fact that I got to see how a festival is run a little bit more from the press perspective. And is there anything that you do particularly with regards to attracting press to attending the festival? For attending press, um, uh, yeah, for attending press, yeah. 
So you mean to attract the press, or do we do something specific for the press when they're here? Uh, well, I guess you could say for both, because um, because it's only seven years old, and I'll be honest, when Matt emailed me, that was the first time I heard of your festival, and I want to know if there's anything that... Yeah. Yeah, so about attracting new press to, to attend the festival. Like, I couldn't make it this year, of course, but I would love to attend next year. But is there anything that you're doing to yeah. attract international press, and, and to, I, I guess you could say incentives for them, or to make it easier for them to attend? Definitely. I mean, we, we try, I guess, what everyone tries, you know, we hire people like Matt who have the connections and get the word out there. Mm -hmm. We have another press person who, so Matt is doing our international press, and then we have a press person here who is local, who does, who covers all the Spanish press. Um, but it's, you know, there's so many events, there's so many festivals, it's, it's hard to get through all the noise. Um, so I'm glad that now you know about the festival, and yes, like when press attends the festival, they definitely get an accreditation, and they get to all the screenings. We also have screenings and links um, in advance if they need to write a piece about someone, and they get, you know, first just some interviews of filmmakers who are coming. We have press conferences every day with filmmakers and actors who are coming, so we really we really try to provide the press with all the information they need and opportunities to invite, uh, to interview all the interesting filmmakers and award winners that we have here that are coming. So we really try to make it worth it for you guys. <laughs> yes, and I appreciate that. <laughs> um, so that goes straight into my next question, and that has to do with your um, award recipients for this year. So you have different categories for awards, and this year you have Marisa Perledi, who's going to be getting the Evolutionary, the Evolution Honorary Award, and Melissa Leo is getting the Evolution Icon Award, and Matt Mickelson is getting the Vision Award. So when you have these different kind of categories, how do you go about selecting every year who the recipients are going to be? First of all, you you try to define your award and and see what your award has to do with your festival and what you want to say with it. And I think an honorary award is kind of straightforward. Every festival kind of has it. Right. Um, maybe it's worded a little bit different, but we all kind of do it um, because it gives prestige to the festival and it gives you an opportunity to invite a maybe um, uh, you know an older person from the industry who can come. And also share their knowledge. Like they usually do a talk or a Q and A after a retrospect. That's just such a rich experience, culturally rich experience for the filmmakers who are attending. To have like a Marisa Paredes, or two years ago we had Danny DeVito or Paul Haggis, like talk about their experiences with filmmakers on their long career. I think that's just always priceless. Um, and then, yeah, so Matt Nicholson is our Evolution Vision Award winner, who is, um, that's kind of like, we try to find someone who has a vision that is simultaneous to the festival, where he is a global player in the industry, but also supports independent film, um, and has, and bridges culture. So Matt is just such a great example, because he's a Danish actor who went to Hollywood and, and really made it there. Um, and so he really created that bridge for himself when he's now working on both continents. I think that's just really amazing. Right. Um, and, then and then Melissa Leo, who obviously Academy Award winner, that she won for The Fighter. Um, she's just an amazing trailblazer, I feel like, in, in her time where she has just broken all the rules and just always been straightforward about 
you know, she's an indie girl and she's a feminist and she's out there and she's going to fight for what's right and I'm going to let anyone tell her what to do. And I think that, you know, today in today's climate for women in the industry, she's just such a strong female um, that there was no, you know, it was just an honor to have her um, come and, and support us. Right, and um, for your festival, I, you also have you have the usual film categories, you know, feature film, documentaries. But I noticed that you also have um, a category a category dedicated to children's film, which is in the festival circuit is kind of rare because usually there, if there's animated films, they're kind of like combined into various categories, but they're not specific for children. And I found that interesting. So, uh, what made you decide to create a category like that? Well, because we have a big audience here that are kids, and they love to go to the cinema. Um, it's actually kind of like a Spanish, I don't know, it's kind of like a, a staple in their life. Like, they take their kids to the cinema, like, once a week, which I love because usually it's like, I don't know, people more like in our generation that would say, oh, my, my parents used to take me to the cinema. And now you get like an iPad or something. But here it's still very much um, an event that they do every every week or every two weeks where a new movie comes out and kids go to the cinema and they get their popcorn and, and maybe even the projectionist has some posters left of the movie and they get a poster and they get to go to the projection room. And it's like a whole, this whole beautiful event that they really enjoy and we noticed that there is this audience here, and um, again, our idea was to create a children's section with no dialogue, so we can really have all these nationalities. I mean, there's a French school here, and a British school, and a German school, and a local Spanish school, and we can really bring them all together and watch movies together, because there, there's no dialogue, so that, I thought, was just such a beautiful idea of bridging cultures and bridging, you know, children from different backgrounds. Um, and so that's, yeah, that's why we did that. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. And so you have the children's category, but also you have um, workshops. You have an actor's workshop with um, Melissa Leo, and you also have different actor's workshops and master classes. Are there any more categories or events that you are intending to add to the festival in the coming years? Are there any other um, events, special events that you're intending to add to the festival in the coming years? Because you have the, right now you have the actors workshop and you have like the master class with Melissa Lee is going to be this year. Are there any other special events you're hoping to add in the coming years? Yes, I mean, this, we also, this year for the third year in a row, we have our producers club, which are industry panels. Um, We have those. And then for the next years, we are thinking about, actually we're thinking about creating a market, a film market where we invite distributors and producers. And um, of course, we're not aiming to be the Berlin market right away, but yeah. you know, we want to start with like a couple of booths and invite some European distributors. Um, that's kind of our goal for the next couple of years, to add a market to the festival. Okay, great. Um, and I guess for you, for my last question for you is, um, is there any film this year that you were that you've been really looking forward to, whether it's showing at um your festival, the Evolution uh, Festival, or just like in, that was released this year, or is it going to be released? Is there any particular film that you were like, I have to see this? Um, I 
That's like choosing your favorite child. <laughs> but um, but I totally get that question all the time, and I try to pick different movies from the program. So today yeah. I'm going to say, um, I just love this movie I found at Tribeca Festival. It's called M, it's the letter M. Mm-hmm. And it's a French film by um, writer, director, actress, Sarah Forestier. She's a very well-known young French actress been working for many years she's I think she's maybe in her like 20s but she's been working since she's like 14 and this is her debut as a writer and director and she's the lead actress in the movie as well wow. and it's just an incredible incredible beautiful story love story with these two characters um who are more they couldn't be more different from each other but of course they fall in love and they go on this adventure together and it's it's just like an incredible achievement for her as a writer and director and lead actress. And she plays a, a character who has a speech impediment. And I mean, I can only rec- I can highly recommend that movie. <laughs> right. Um, so I cannot have a stop test yet. And also for festivals, um, there's streaming services like Netflix. Um, are you, are there any films that you would be, okay, let me rephrase this. Are you open to streaming services, premiering films or screening films at your festival? Because I think it creates like a wider, a wider market for the film industry in general. And it allows for, um, I guess you could say relative unknowns and newcomers into the industry, into having their work, um, screened would, um, is the fast, is that something the festival would be looking to do? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm super open. If Netflix says, hey, we have a movie coming out at the end of November, do you want to screen it at the end of October at your festival? I will say yes. Like, sure. <laughs> um, it's just, you know, it just has to be not been out yet. So that we, obviously, we don't. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't have, a, I, I'm all about movies getting seen. Right. And being seen and getting out there to an audience. And if that means it's going to be on a streaming platform online, that's great. If that means you get theater distribution, that's great for you too. But I think it's all about let's find that audience for, for your movie and let's have your story be told and heard. So however that works out for a filmmaker and however we can support them as a festival, that's what we're going to do. So yay. Yay. Yay to that. Yay to that. Um, more eyes on the screen is, is should be the top priority. Um, thank you so much for speaking to me, Sandra. I really appreciate this and getting to know a little bit more about you and about the festival. You're welcome. I had a great time. Thank you. Um, have a great day. And um, I guess and once everything is ready, I'll send the info to my...